Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me wanna wag my tail. When it comes, I'm one of you. Hi, best friend. Hi, best friend. How you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? You know, I'm living large, taking charge, getting money every day, getting this bag. Period. Cut my checks. Period. Tell me why, since I took off yesterday, but I just got paid on Friday, my boss had an issue with me taking off specifically because I took off the Monday after, after I got paid. <laughs> You have to do nothing because we're in quarantine. So, listen, I'm the only person at this establishment who is not taking off right. once a week. I've yeah. been working, 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 working nonstop because A, I'm a workaholic, B, because I like money. Listen. And C, because I can't. Period. So if I wanted to take off, I can't. Period. Because what? You're the one that's there most consistently. Period. <laughs> Mind you. Okay, my boss threatened to fire me for the umpteenth time <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Like, once a month, this man threatens to fire me. Honestly. I want that as a t-shirt, though. My boss threatened to fire me for the umpteenth, umpteenth time. time. That's it's a like, brand. Honestly, because, like, I'm just like, Ugh. and it's like, he'll get mad at me, and then we find out later it's usually not my fault that he was even mad at me. See. And that's the shit that pisses me off about it. But you know what? That's another that's another story for another day and a whole nother bottle of wine. A whole nother bottle of wine. A whole nother bottle of wine. But, oh my gosh. Um, well, for those of you who don't know us, welcome. I'm Donovan Session. I'm Alexis Ward. And you are listening to Adulting, Adulting Properly. Properly. A podcast just about two middle 20-year-olds. <laughs> almost said middle age. Middle age. We're two 20-somethings in the 20-somethings. The 20, we're two 20-somethings in the 21st century. In this ghetto year, Listen, the 2020 year. is something else, but... I need God to, like, unplug it and then plug it back in. Honey, like... For everything that's been happening. It's, it's, it's acting just like our television in our living room. <gasps> works when it wants to so or it just doesn't work at all yeah that's like what i'm gotta, saying when oh it wants my gosh. to you gotta what if that is the key to this whole thing what if the second that we unplugged it and got a new television the year just all of a sudden became better that'd be great what so the tv is the the the, 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 <laughs> yeah, the portal jesus the portal to this year if you would have told me that i would have thrown that thing out the window right <laughs> oh my goodness that is so funny um Anyways, you can follow me on social media at Slay Session on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at this underscore means underscore ward on Instagram. I don't know if I said that already. (laughs) Yes. And uh, coming soon, we're going to be starting off our own Instagram page, which you can follow at hopefully Edibleting Properly or Zhezhera. We'll let you know soon. Yes. Um, Do you have an artist of the week this week? My artist of the week is a good friend. Yes. Wonderful human, hilarious human. Yeah. When I say hilarious, he and I would crack up laughing when we were in college. Excuse me. And he's an amazing dancer. Dance he's, he's an amazing artist, and he's he's beautiful. His body is beautiful. Just, just, just wow. My artist of the week is none other than Napoleon Hillsman the third. The third, number three, darling. He is, I've been watching his um, dance videos from afar. He's been doing all these different choreography to to, like Missy Elliott and Mm. Megan Thee Stallion. The challenges? Not the challenges and just making them up uh, as he goes. 
um, as well. He just like, he's so artistic. And I remember he ended up having to have like a knee surgery or uh-huh. something like that while we were in college. Uh-huh. And it like really like, I, I could tell it really affected him. And like the fact that he persevered through that and the fact that he's just like he's doing something that he's still doing what he loves Mm -hmm. and he's still able to do that what he loves and he's good at it and he's he came back even harder and like Mm -hmm. he's amazing and Mm -hmm. i just like i love watching him move Mm -hmm. i've always loved watching nicolian move like we did when we did ragtime together love watching that boy just and also like it doesn't help that he is so tall and mm-hmm. can stretch, stretch. He's and just like create and yes. form these lines that are just so beautiful, yes, and so elegant. I just was like, I'm just, I'm still always in awe. Every time I'm like, okay, what is oh, he doing? What is he goodness. doing this time? And it just <laughs> continuously surprises you with something new and different. And then on top of that, they are versatile as fuck. Like can. Go from doing hip hop to turn around to do ballet to do turn, modern, right? And I'm just like, what can you, what can't you do with your body? Period. Like this is the question. I just, the way he can like stretch his leg above yes. his, I just go, oh my god, Nicole. Like, uh, I miss him dearly. Yes. Like, I think we ended up like, um, parting ways before the school year ended because we both got really busy and just mm-hmm. life in general, and I was on other stuff people and like no drama it was just like we were busy with other people in yeah. our lives and like in our lives and we were in different majors so we didn't get to see each other as as much mm-hmm. as we were because our majors were closer together when we were in the beginnings of college when he first got there and I first got there so um but yeah like I miss him dearly and I think he's a talented artist and I'm so proud of him and I think he's uh he's been noticed by like people like um, Missy Elliott and the person that created the challenge for like cool off and stuff like that. And it's just yeah. like, gosh. What's their handle? Do you know? Um, Nicoleon's handle is on Instagram. Yes. Da, da, da. She's looking it up at the ooh, moment. Ooh, ooh. Um, while you pull that up, yes, I'm gonna talk about my artist of the week because I have quite a few. Um, my first two are best friends who are no longer best friends at the moment. <laughs> which are Molly and Issa on Insecure. It's not us, guys. AKA uh, Yvonne Orji and Issa Rae. Mm-hmm. They are my artists of the week specifically because they both pissed me off equally. Equally. <laughs> equally. On Insecure. Like, I know everyone is coming after Molly specifically, but Issa is like not I get, I get it. It's been building. Either. It's, 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 not, it's been building for she's seasons. Not, not at fault. Season. She's not not at fault. Uh-huh. That's what I mean. Yes. She isn't perfect either. Right. But like people are specifically mad at Molly. Uh-huh. And I think the reason why Molly has had such a downpour of things specifically is because throughout most of the series, Molly has kind of been not necessarily perfect, not by any means, but just not messy, mm. if you could say. Mm-hmm. But like this is really the first incident in my in my opinion, where it's just like you are kind of at fault just kind of for the sake of being at fault. Another incident is like when she um refused to date home dude who was like perfect because he was bisexual. And I'm like, oh so you're queer phobic too. Great. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. But like the actress herself, Yvonne Orji, played Molly to a T. And like 
I just stand. I, I, I love it when actors are able to play people completely outside of themselves. And yep. I feel like that's what she did. And on top of that, was able to deal with the backlash that people were handing her on Twitter and was able to be like, guys, that's just not me. Because that's not something that they teach you. I don't think she's gotten you. as bad, though, as other artists or like other actors have on TV shows. That's true. That's true. Because people, with people who watch Insecure, at least, because... She got it quite Insec- a bit, though. No, she got a lot of shit, but it was more so towards... They, were, like, they weren't seriously mad at her. Like, they, yeah. like, how people have been at the actors in the past. Like, yeah. that's the one thing I can say about it is, like, people have a lot to say, but they're not necessarily mad at Yvonne. Mm-hmm. Like, people have attacked the, the, the actor and not... The, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, so for... I think she's handled that. Well, she even went live and did, like, a whole, like, talk session on Instagram with... With the with the audience because to watch Insecure you gotta be smart. I'm sorry, that's my personal opinion, but you have to be a smart like you can't just be anybody watching Insecure. Mm-hmm. Like Insecure is not just a, like a show that gives you everything mm-hmm. that that you don't have to think on your own. No, you have like you, you have to be, be of a certain caliber to gotta watch this show. Not not to say like if you're less intelligent you can't watch it but it's just it's one of those shows where it's like no it's a it's a very well written show exactly and it does something that I appreciate specifically as an audience member where it doesn't hand you everything because I think a lot of TV shows kind of fall into these pitfalls where they're like we have to explain everything to the audience and I'm like sometimes you don't sometimes it legitimately is what it is and it's up for the audience to kind of decipher and figure out what it is for them specifically especially like when they were talking about when we watched the wind down and they talk about why they introduced Issa's yes. mom at the time that they introduced Issa's yeah. mom. Like, why haven't we met Issa's? Like, just think about those kinds of things. Yeah. Those are the kinds of things that the audience of Insecure thinks about. Like, okay, why is this important now? Right. Why is this happening now? Right. Like, it's always like you're always putting pieces together. Because that's how life works. Right. Yes. Ugh. So, kudos to Yvonne Orji, because I know that they don't teach you in drama school how to deal with the flack of being a like not so well liked person mm-hmm. on a TV show right. and for like an artist in particular you know we're very sensitive human beings and when people are specifically attacking your art it's mm-hmm. like it's kind of difficult to deal with but she's handled it um, pretty well pretty well she so also has her HBO Thank comedy so. special yes I'm so excited I'm about so excited for her. so yes. that's great they, it's just so crazy like I, that's what I want ultimately is a career like Issa's where she brings people that she loves mm-hmm. onto it and then their careers also start to like that is my ultimate goal like I if I make it to a certain degree, like I'm just trying to pull my people. That's in my, my opinion people. how you should live your life as an artist specifically. If you are living it in a very narrow, um, selfish kind of way, it's really only going to be limited because we've seen it multiple times over and over again. The most successful people in this industry have been the ones that have reached out to take the hands of the people standing beside them and pull them up along with them too. That's how you create an empire. Right. Exactly. Period. Exactly. So uh, kudos, kudos to Issa and to Yvonne Orji. My other artist of the week, because I got two, oh. <laughs> are the uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Period. Final three. Final three. We got Jada S's Hall. Jada S's Hall. Jada S's if you were not a Jada Essence Hall stand, you can stop the podcast yeah, right now and turn listening. it on stop to something listening. else. Stop listening. We'll Please. give you time. Do, 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 do.
Great, I think they're gone now. Okay, great. So <laughs> we are so Jada the, Essence. So the realest motherfuckers. I'm just kidding. Right. Um, we are Jada Essence Hall stands. And if you're not at Jada Essence Hall stand, yeah. you can find another house during this quarantine to live in. Um, <laughs> but there's also... Y'all live here with us? <laughs> <laughs> um, but also like Gigi Good and, and Crystal Method. Oh my God, they're just wonderful. Absolutely. And like this was also such a tough season tough like not only were the queens phenomenal um during the season but also having to deal with the scandal that happened with she who shall not be named Mm -hmm. um having to deal with that they have dealt with it all of the queens have dealt with it so gracefully gracefully and none of them have really come out and like said anything distasteful or or um what have you like a Against set queen two right. in like a very like when they can really manner. just be adding like they can really just like air it all out air it all they can out be like so this is what happened this is how it went down this is how they got eliminated this is how they got removed like right they, like they could have somebody could have easily mm-hmm. but I feel like also I think it's also a thing where RuPaul probably had them. Keep yeah, hush, hush. Like, I'm there sure is definitely a non-disclosure that. Oh, yeah. agreement that was being um, signed and curated when all of that was going on. But the fact that, like, even during these Instagram lives and things like that, um, that I've been like following up on and stuff, they just haven't really. They've just like not brought it up. It's like it doesn't exist. Much. Yes, which I think is so smart. Yes, and takes a lot of discipline and takes mm-hmm. a lot of maturity on their end, specifically when you're being thrust into the spotlight spotlight like this right and i just i just think that they're i love them all so much and i will be completely happy with any of them taking the crown it still is like probably yeah. top three best seasons oh. of repulse these the are some race. heavy hitters heavy honey. and like there were people that i got seriously attached to and then when they yeah. got eliminated i was so upset Heidi was the one that really fucking got Heidi and Widow. I was upset. (laughs) I I was. I mean, I'm partial to the black queens, but like naturally, anytime like with those two really got me. Especially because when I found, especially when I told you Widow's Aries and Widow was like, I'm Aries, and I was like, bitch, how did I? I told you. I really think Jada might be a Virgo. I can see that. Mm. I can see Jada. I wonder what Heidi is. Heidi's probably like a a, a Libra or Pisces. (laughs) (laughs) She has so much fire. Yeah, I can see that too. But like probably more so in the rising. But I think her ruling house is probably like a water sign of some sort. She's just so emotional. Like so so like lovable and so so sweet. But like people automatically navigate to fire signs. But she's like not cocky which i i'm not cocky i associate fire signs with being the most most self-centered is the leo that is the most self that is the most now if you want a cocky motherfucker that's a leo okay the most cold-hearted is the sagittarius and the most angry slash (laughs) slash competitive is the aries okay but they all have the same kinds of they all have the same um, some like the same personality same traits, yeah. 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 So, but like, if you want to really break it down, mm-hmm. ooh, that's how we can break it down. No, that's fair. That so, makes a lot of sense. But I can see her being like, maybe, maybe an Aries, but like a March Aries or like a an Aries Pisces cusp. 
Heidi, Heidi yeah. in closet. Yeah, or I just love her wherever you are, Heidi. Yeah, I love you. She's probably something that we don't even know. Like she's, we wouldn't have guessed. She's probably like an Aquarius. She's a Scorpio. Right. <laughs> we're just like, well, oh, damn. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is my artist of the week. Mm. But you know what I want to know, best friend? What you want to know, best friend? When have you been the most like dishonest? Because oh. recently, with like the quarantine happening and things like that, it's caused a lot of people to be really honest with like themselves mm-hmm. and the way that they view themselves in the outside world and the way that they navigate space. But like, when have you specifically been like the most dishonest? Side note on that whole quarantine thing, it's mm-hmm. made me be honest with myself about how much I did not love myself mm. pre quarantine. So, like, I made it a point to really delve into self love, and like, now I have a whole new journey. To have new, a whole new, I'm, I've done a complete 180 mentally on how I think about myself, which is crazy. But anyway, as far as um, the most dishonest I've ever been, because you know me, I'm not a dishonest person, mm-hmm. like, but I'm also very good at lying. Like, mm-hmm. I can lie out at the drop of a hat. Mm-hmm. I just choose not to because why do I want to live my life? Because then you got to keep up with the lie. And I, I, I inherited this lying trait from my father, so I don't want to do that. Um, but... I, um, the most dishonest, one of the most dishonest times that I have ever had was, <laughs> and this is kind of scandalous. Ooh. Yeah, it's kind of scandalous. Okay, Shonda Rhimes. You know me. Um, so I was in high school and I was living with my aunt at the time and I was like a senior. Yeah, I was a senior. I had to be a senior because that's when I met my now ex fiance and we were just dating at the time and he I stayed home sick from school because and my aunt knew I wasn't sick she knew I just did not feel like going to school I was just like I don't feel good I'm not feeling my like she knew she was like okay you can stay home mm-hmm. like she they, my mom and my aunt were very much like those kinds of people like if there was a day if you're at school majority of the time you can miss mm-hmm. a day mm-hmm. out of the semester mm-hmm. so I stayed home and my ex <laughs> came over to my aunt's house and we were like watching TV, we were cuddling, we this were having a starts. good old time. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I already know this is going, Bertha. Yes, I already know girl. This is going. So next thing I know, <laughs> there the things are happening. Um, not full on like sexual intercourse, but but like I'm getting some good brain, ah. <laughs> and I. I mean, I am. Like, I'm being honest. Hello? (laughs) Yo, my face. (laughs) And so, like, I was, he was giving, he was giving me head. And (laughs) my brother cousin comes home. Your brother cousin. My brother cousin. And he, or he not comes home. He comes over. Because I think he, my aunt left him, like, some money or something like that to get out of her room. And he comes to the house and I didn't hear the garage because we had closed the door. Mm. So, like, because when the door's open, you could hear when somebody's coming. You could hear the garage open. And then she has an alarm, so it would go beep, beep, beep. Mm-hmm. And then he comes to the room, and he come, and I hear, finally hear him, like, you know, like the whole, like, me situation. And he just, like, scoots up to my chest and lays his head there, and I'm just laying there on the bed. My drawers and pants are off of me, and, like, the blanket is over me. <laughs> and, um... 
I get up out of the bed because he's like, Alexis, come here. And I was like, fuck. So I had to hurry up and put on pants. And I was like, what's up? And he's like, um, he asked me something. And then he's like, what are y'all doing? And I was like, no, we're just watching TV. Because like when he walked in, my ex was on my head, on my had his head on my chest. And I'm just rubbing his head watching. The TV's on still. So we like we had a good cover up but like he said like, what, like, what, what were y'all doing and we was like we were just watching tv and then my aunt he leaves mm-hmm. and then we can well we finish what we started and my aunt comes home or like calls me before she gets home and she's like were you and jeffrey fucking in the <gasps> just straight out the she gate was like, she was like was, was y'all fucking in my house and we were, i was like no, she does not know to this day. We he that like we weren't well, fucking. We it, technically weren't. It's on the record now. <laughs> yeah, it, it is she on the record the now. She, listen, I'm grown. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's been almost ten years since that incident. So she's gonna get over it. If you she, ain't gonna get an ass whooping, <laughs> then you go get one now. She doesn't live in that house no more. So why does it even matter? But like that's that's oh my, my that's my that's one of the first, the biggest lies I've ever told was that I was. Um, that's funny yeah like oh i see someone x's name i'm sorry x i said your name but <laughs> but i said it so quickly it doesn't matter <laughs> people are whining <laughs> <laughs> but you know what it's fine but yeah so so yeah that was one and um i that was one of the biggest lies i think i've ever told but it took me about few minutes to figure think about that so that's funny um you want you yes that one? so i have one minor and i have one major one i have i mean i have another one but i was going to give you the chance okay. to go ahead and so go i'll ahead start ahead off with a minor one and then back to you um so i am a very good liar mm-hmm. um and mm-hmm. i actually i yeah you, you can you can be depending like, on what it's about you really can be yeah and like i don't really have any qualms about lying either because like that whole track record of like oh like you're just gonna have to go back and do it like i'm a very organized person that's not an issue for me he likes to lie (laughs) but i don't i don't like to lie you don't i hate hate it like it makes my skin crawl um having to do it (laughs) i have questions (laughs) but and but the main reason why i hate it is because it just it seems like i just can't ever get away with it Mm. like i think part of the challenge with me lying is to see if like maybe this time i might get away with it because i gotta be always i always 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 get caught always always i tell you to make good choices or don't get caught your ass gets (laughs) caught so what was your lie well okay with my minor one i remember when i was a camp counselor for camp crimson we had to like come up with like our opening um dance or whatever for the mc and everyone's like where can we rehearse where can we rehearse it's like super minor but like since i don't really lie at all Mm -hmm. Um, it was like a very big deal for me. I was like, "Ooh, like I have an idea. We could just use one of the dance like rooms or whatever to do it." And everyone oh. was like, "Oh, do we have like permission to use them?" I re- now that you said this whole situation, I remember now when you we were like doing our briefing. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what you were talking about, but now I remember. Continue. Well, this was like in the middle of summer. Classes right. weren't happening. And so I was like, yeah, we could just use one of the rooms because like I have a, I have access to them and what have you. We'll just use like one of the dance rooms. And so one day we all like get together and like, um, 
I end up tapping us into the dance room and like we've been rehearsing now for like hours and then all of a sudden our dean she had just become dean dean uh, h dean h <laughs> dean hawk that's what we call college she was great though she was really she good. was i didn't have any issues but i mean you know that, as far as i know yeah she was as far good. as i know I don't know if, mm. if, there's, if there's things she I don't know about. Well, um, but anyways, she just pops into the middle of our rehearsal and is like, Donovan, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, we're just like rehearsing. She's like, do you have permission to be here? Wow. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I got permission from uh, Derek, who was one of the dance oh, teachers at the time. No! And she goes, from Derek. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I like saw him in the hallway. And he said that it's completely fine that, like, we used to dance rooms. And she goes, that's funny because Derek is in Arkansas right now. (laughs) And I said, he's in where? (laughs) And she goes, she just looks at me with, like, that's like a little smile. (laughs) You know how when... You know how when Spongebob caught Squidward eating the uh, Krabby Patties? Patties? You like Krabby Patties, don't you, Squidward? (laughs) And like the smile goes all the way up to his forehead. Listen. That was was, uh, Dean Hawk at the moment. Dean Hawk, gotcha, gotcha. And I said, you what? Listen. So she just pulled me aside and talked to me very briefly. I had to write her an email apologizing. Um, And she was just like, you know, like in the future, I would gladly help you out. Um, you just I have to this. let me oh. know. But I thought that I was going to lose my scholarships. Baby. I thought that I was going to get kicked out. I thought that I would have to clean the dance rooms for at least the next couple of years Listen. until I graduated. I thought that I was in so much trouble. But I just needed to send her an email. And like it was fine. But I was just like... I. The lying is not worth the anxiety. No. But then the other half of my brain was like, but if I got away with it... Listen. <laughs> what am I that's why but I don't no, lie because I I'm just like can't. I, I don't have the time. It's it's not even about I don't even honestly I can turn on my serial killer not give a fuck side of uh, me. Not no. serial killer. <laughs> but like seriously That's I not can, on record. <laughs> <laughs> That's not on record. Okay. But I could turn on that thing where I don't care that I lied. Mm-hmm. But like keeping up with it is mm-hmm. the part that makes me go, I don't wanna keep having to elaborate on this damn lie. Yeah. And then it comes and then I start telling the truth later and then they come like, Didn't you say this? And I'm like uh, and I'm like, but you know what I mean? Like, you're yeah. just like, I'd rather just not waste the energy mm-hmm. and just be as blatantly honest as I possibly can, which I've mastered at this point. Mm-hmm. So I've mastered lying and telling the truth. You are the most honest person I know. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, take, I actually take very good pride in that. Yeah. Like, my aunt always says, like, like whenever, like, we really don't have disagreements, but she's like, Alexis will tell me how she feels, but she won't be disrespectful about it. Like, because, like, my, you know, my siblings and stuff, they can get kind of crazy yeah. at the mouth but she's like she's honest about how she feels and she will tell me completely thoroughly how she feels but she won't you know get yeah. crazy with Elongate it or like or yeah and i don't really like have time to lie so um my second lie is this time that i told a boy that i liked him when i didn't oh girl we've all been there baby and i just i thought i did but the reality was not only was i lying to him i was technically lying to myself because I had convinced myself that I liked him. Ooh. When in reality, there were so many turnoffs. Ooh. So many turnoffs. And I was just like, no, you like him. He's great. He's sweet. He gives you the attention you want. But in reality, I just wanted attention. Mm-hmm. I just 
wanted the fucking attention. So finally, I had to be honest with him, Listen. and I was like, I don't, I, I don't. There's no chemistry. No, I like, and so like wrong. the thing is, is that, and so it felt like I wasted his time and my time in the time that we like were trying to get to know each other. It was just like I didn't like him the way that I had convinced myself that I thought I did. And that's one thing more so specifically that I've learned with this quarantine that I will definitely be taking into the future, into my dating life. It's like, yes. do I actually like them as a person or do I just like the attention that they can bring And that's me the difference. In that moment in time. That is a huge difference. Huge difference. Because and- it's like, if you are able to admit to, to yourself that you don't need validation or attention from other people and that you as a unit are just completely aligned with you know who you are and that you don't need external validation from anybody else then dating just becomes so much easier because you were just able to strip away the bullshit period you were able to oh just strip away the wasteful times and you were able to focus on whatever it is that you want that you want whenever it comes to dating and that's why i think i'm like i've been on this no bullshit mentality when it comes to dating especially like the little bit of dating that i did like last year mm-hmm. and like my most recent ex was like one of the best relationships i've ever had i will stand by that like that one it had its issues but like it, they weren't anything worth, you know, mm-hmm. maybe down the line they could have turned into something, but who knows? We don't mm-hmm. know. But um, he and I are friends, but like, I think for me, going through the different people that I've, the different guys that I've dated, the, the guys I've come across, it's made me realize I wasn't putting as much, pouring as much into myself as I was pouring into them. Mm-hmm. And that's a not that's the other thing that this quarantine maybe is because like once I once I realized like bitch you that like I have I, like the the cell the, the journey I have been on since quarantine started to now has made me has completely turned and I've never been turned off by relationships I've always been like because I'm a, I, I consider myself a hopeless romantic in some ways and what so, you shut up <laughs> anyway so like and so because of that I think for me. It's like, yeah, I'm like, I'm definitely going to be on the no bullshit mentality, but mentality. But now I think that it's more so now, like I'm starting to be like, I know what I want and I know what it looks like when I want it. And it's going to, and I'm now I'm just trying to tap into that whole, it's going to be less about what we look like as a unit. Cause you know, like the whole social media thing where you look like together and all mm-hmm. that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. But like being honest with myself and being like, am I, why do I feel the need to like, Mm-hmm. convince myself that I like someone mm-hmm. that I don't necessarily mm-hmm. like. Like, why do I feel that need? Like, and so then I started breaking right. those pieces apart and started breaking that down. I it's, was like, it's too much work. And, and, and yeah. falling in love with somebody should not take that much effort. And, I mean, in, in, in my, yeah, yeah. And, and, <laughs> in, my most, in my last relationship, it didn't take a lot of effort for me to fall for him. Yeah. It didn't because we just, it, we just meshed. Yeah. But I think... Um, for like for me with with just liking someone now that I've come to this thing of like been pouring so much into myself I'm like if it's if I'm not feeling it I'm not gonna keep entertaining it if I'm not about it why do I keep why am I wasting my time because they're giving me fucking attention no I recently... and that's what I realized I was like I just want attention mm-hmm. and so now I'm like okay do you want a relation like I had to really sit down on myself myself sit down with myself one day and just be like are you wanting 
a relationship or are you wanting someone that just tells you you're pretty well like gives you all these compliments makes you like weak in your knees or so, like do you are you wanting just that attention or are you just wanting that are you wanting an actual relationship do you want something steady or do you want a divorce and so, <laughs> or a breakup or and so when i when i when i got to know this person that i ended up realizing that i didn't like it was being out with them that made me realize i don't want a relationship mm-hmm. at least right now not in this quarantine and i don't and i didn't want it with him mm-hmm. and that i was like i'm not a i'm not i don't have the energy i've been like i have been doing so much to to build and create this person that I've been striving to be for so long that I've finally had the time to do it that I'm like you don't match what this person is that I've created Mm -hmm. no I recently kind of came under fire um he he didn't say that he's mad at me but like I'm also not stupid Mm -hmm. and I can tell that he's not happy but I was just recently to a guy that I was talking to had to be like I just need to kind of leave the situation right now because I'm I came to that realization that I liked the attention mm-hmm. more so than I actually liked the thought or the idea of pursuing something with this person and that doesn't mean that like further down the line that may not that that may happen or something like that or may not happen but in this moment in time I'm not giving myself attention I have been working this entire quarantine. My attention has been going to everyone else except for myself. I just have not been able to really dive down deep with like, I feel like a self-love journey that other people have been going through during this quarantine. I haven't really been able to have it with myself, which kind of worries me because once it's all is lifted and everyone wants to get back together again... I'm just going to be like, oh. But you, I think, so, I think that you like, for that, you just have to find those pockets of time. Especially like when you come home, we mm-hmm. don't have to do things immediately. We don't have to do anything at all. <laughs> and, and like by kicking it and stuff. I know. <laughs> I was like, but, but also like watching, like, uh, watching something with your best friend that you both enjoy is also, it is a form of self-love because yeah. you're giving yourself that time to like, decompress your brain because I'm not sitting here going we gotta we gotta you know make otherwise I would just say no right but it's just like work, but like you also need alone time because I do because I'm here working I get a lot of alone time mm-hmm. like a lot of especially and then I have like three or three and a half hours before you even get home so I spend a lot of time I've been spending a lot of time with myself because like seven to eight hours out of the day my mind is on a computer mm-hmm. like I'm really not I'm still just as exhausted as you because I'm getting up earlier than you. Mm-hmm. And so even though I'm working from home, it's still it's still the same amount of... So, yeah. Yeah. So it's, like, been a, you, it's been a... Uh, I think you should journey, take that but time. But that person, that person was not happy with me I when I told them. Um, I mean, listen. Because I mean, like, you know, I'm a great guy. You really should. <laughs> That's why you're my best friend. Um, <laughs> but it's just like a, taking that matter. Um, yeah. Alexis, what is your fix of Jesus today? Because it's good. And we got to talk about it. My fix of Jesus today is boosy badasses, bitch ass, motherfucking ass. I'm sorry. But he pissed. No. No. No, no. Stop no. yelling. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why are you yelling? No. I am yelling. I am yelling. No, fuck that. I'm yelling. Because any other time I'm just passionate, right now I am yelling. I'm upset. Because this motherfucker. Because, uh-huh. yes. Um, this, this motherfucker, 
admitted that he that paid. was the most calmful that was calmful that's not a word that was the most calm <laughs> that i've been <laughs> like cuss word this motherfucker uh-huh. this admitted that he paid for sex workers to essentially rape his children so that they would not turn out to be gay or trans or whatever anything on the lgbtq spectrum and you know what i'm ready to throw hands in his children's honor even though they probably are going to take his side that is the worst thing like there were so so <sighs> so many problematic things like the levels of just, toxicity that is in it is ridiculous it's astounding like i thought we could not reach new lows and then you got motherfuckers backing him on the... I said, what kind of... I said, I hope to God you don't have children. I said, I hope to God you don't have children. Yeah. Because honestly, what are you going to do if, if... What do you do if you do that to your child and they still turn out gay? Right. That's right. who they were from jump, bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> that pisses me off. No, because it's ridiculous. You can't change someone's sexuality. My niece has a friend. My niece has a friend. My niece has a friend. I'm going to tell you this. My Wait, for those a- of you who can't see, Alexis rolled up her, <laughs> rolled up her band legs. <laughs> She's ready to square I'm up. ready to go. My niece has a friend oh who goodness. shall name, remain nameless, the, the friend. But my niece, Jemaya, has a friend that, um, um, <laughs> my niece, Jemaya, has a friend. She and her friend mom when her mom the girl's mom found out she was like messing around with girls beat her up Mm. fought her Mm. and like anytime this mom posts her on social media and like i'm friends with the mom on social media and i'm like we're cool because she like she's she's been around my family for my entire life because she was friends with my older sister Mm -hmm. so like but when she was when i found that out and every time she posts a picture of your her daughter i'm just like you're not even letting your daughter be who she is whether she's like like a lesbian or bisexual or whatever like i know this about you saying you're so proud of her and stuff like that but you aren't letting her be who she is like listen i solely wholeheartedly believe that the most functional parents are the ones who are able to accept their children with open arms for for excessively like who they are i know and i just don't genuinely believe that you are able to on one end say that you adore everything that your child does that you're completely proud of who they are that you have been backing them and that you are able to you know take credit for essentially the successes and things like that that they go on to live right while on the other end you are not allowing them to be who they are because i know that for me personally part of the reason I am who I am today is so that way I was striving away from who my parents wanted me to be. Well, the daughter now is like 21. I'm assuming she lives on her own. So she's probably living her life the way she like Mm -hmm. the way she wants to and stuff like that. So, but like at the same time, it's just like, it really makes me angry. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm like, I think about my mom and if I like, had come out or like been like mom like what my mom's reception would be my sister said that like she thinks that when because my sister had a moment like was like had come out as well because while she was in prison and stuff like that and like mm-hmm. she said that mom didn't take it well but then my mom was like no i, I, I mean i did like mm-hmm. I, and so like it was she my, when me and my sister talked about it, i was like if i was like if i were 
if I were queer and I would have come out to mama, mama would accept me for who I am because my mom was that mom to everyone. Mm -hmm. Like she was like, she was like, okay, like if you are, like she told me that at one point, she was like, if you like girls, that's okay with me. Like I'm not, Mm -hmm. my family's like that though. Mm -hmm. It's like, we have more girls than anything. And so if one of us were to come out, my family, like my family wouldn't, I don't think my family would be, my -hmm. grandparents would be confused as hell, (laughs) but like, they're old, so yeah. so like, but like my, I don't, I don't, and I don't know, and I just, I think, it's just, it's, it's just, it's baffling to me because I know my mom would have, my mom would have let me be who I was, yeah, and like I've never, for, and in growing up in that kind of environment where you're allowed to express yourself, your full self. But when you don't know who that full self is and like, but you have a parent that's like, no, go ahead. And like, it's, it's, it's different. And so I get really sad when I hear friends was like, people should have my mom. <laughs> like, I just think, <laughs> honestly, black men need to come to a realization mm. that it is not that hard. But honestly, let me say it one more time. Black men need to come to a realization that it is not that hard. It's not. It's not that difficult to accept your son, your daughter, your non-binary child, your child who doesn't want to identify as anything. It is not that difficult to accept them for who they are. If anything, it's easier. It is so much significantly easier. easier to just accept them and to love them for who they are because it's so much easier to just love someone than it is to hate them. But some men are so comfortable Ooh. in being uncomfortable, they mm. cannot recognize the difference. Mind you, they... Oh, yes. And that's like why I make it a point when I go to... When I, when I date Mm-hmm. When I go to, when I decide, when I start dating people, one of the first things I talk about and the first things I, 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 I drop my friends. I'm like, my friends are the most important. My friends are all boys. My friends range from bisexual to gay to straight. And I need you to, and I need you to be completely uncomfortable. Be uncomfortable, Jesus. I need you to be, uh, <laughs> I need you to be, to be completely comfortable mm-hmm. with your masculinity. So when you're around these people, mm-hmm. because Otherwise, they're going to be like, bitch, no. And then I'm going to have to drop you because I'm not going <laughs> to... No, I'm like, but no. dead ass. Yeah, seriously. Dead ass. Like, seriously. that's one of the first conversations that I have when I'm starting to take someone seriously. And a lot of times, I've been lucky for the most part so far that a lot of the guys that I dealt with and dated, mm-hmm. I know what their views are off the bat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I get, I know who they are off the bat, and it's just like it's so. So you, it, the part that gets me about Boosie is that you rather traumatize your child and have them sexually assaulted, than and then you want to compare them. You want to compare that situation with what Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade are doing. They're like they're they're not forcing that. They're not forcing the the their child's identity journey to fit onto their them views. to fit who they are they they are molding to their child right which is what you're supposed to do as a parent because you're trying to help them be the best person they can fucking be and if zaya is zaya that's who the fuck zaya fucking way is i want to be zaya's best friend i want to be zaya's best friend i want to be kavia and zaya's best friend because that baby is hilarious i'm sorry <laughs> but she is but but like honestly and like anytime i follow her on instagram and anytime she posts she literally the comments are turned off mm-hmm. because she knows mm-hmm. she already knows what people are gonna do so like the only thing people can do is like it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. and it's just like like 
Like the it fact, or don't. And then somebody had the audacity. The audacity to post that kind of shit. Like, would you rather your kid go with Zy- with uh, Dwayne Wade or Boosie? And people were like, I'd rather my child be with Boosie. Or I did I'm like, y'all are really, y'all are really that homophobic or transphobic that you. Re- Listen, I just, the African American I- community did not <gasps> gather around. <laughs> Never mind, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Let's move on. Gather around what? Gather gather around the campfire, sing that campfire song. Listen, I said uh, uh, the African-American specifically did not gather around the legal side of things faster from from what I saw than when Jesse Smollett was um, found out and convicted. And I just really, really gotta wonder why. Because y'all will y'all will go to the grave saying that your cousin did not shoot whoever we all know that he probably shot. Period. But Free Mikey! Free Boosie Ball Boom Poom Cuckoo! Now bitch! Boosie Ball Boom Cuckoo! Shot Nikki down the street, bitch! No! But all of a sudden. Banging a set. I'm sorry. It makes me tired. It's exhausting. And it's just like, but luckily, like our generation of like black people are like i've seen so many young black men mm-hmm. doing the work mm-hmm. people that i went to high school with mm-hmm. people that i like like i just i think are just doing literally doing the work to to to, to better themselves and to not be these toxic situations because why would you want to repeat that cycle just because it happened to you does not make it right exactly Let me say that your parents are not time. always right just because it happened to you <sighs> does not make it right exactly and just because it was taught to you doesn't make it right it is up to you to do the work to make sure that the generations that you are you're better than the previous creating are you know yeah being stronger than you that's the whole reason why we're living is to create a foundation and a world that will be bigger and better for the generations procreate. happening behind us that's why we procreate that's supposed to be why we that's procreate. supposed to be why we procreate my friend posted this thing on her um story not too long ago that said something along the lines of before i have children mm-hmm I um I want to heal before I have children so I am not the reason that they go to therapy. That is the that will be the only reason why I decided to have decide to have kids. I I want I as much as everyone is like you would be such like a great motherly figure. I, I get it's uh, thank you. I just I just right now in my life have no desire to have children. Mm-hmm. That can change cuz I'm always on the fence, but like it's just for me I just, I want to, I want to say that I'm healed in myself, but I also want to see the world, but like, I want to be a whole person mm-hmm. because I don't want to feel like I'm having this child because I want someone to love me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to feel like I'm having this child because I feel like, you know, anything other than the fact that I just want a baby. Yeah. I don't want this baby coming with me with preconceived traumas, not yeah. traumas, but like jobs already put on a child that has no understanding and 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 capacity to understand what i want from them because they're going to love me regardless if i am i'm viewed as a good mom or a bad mom right but it's it's also that thing of like i don't want to put that i don't want to give them that i want to give them a complete whole self so i can give them completely myself yeah so it's just like and i feel like boosie has had some trauma not to like i mean he's still a human 
as much as I want to set him on fire, he he's still a human, and it makes me wonder what did what the hell did he go through? Mm-hmm. But I also heard that that kind of situation, that kind of stuff, happens all the time with black men, and I was more like, so than often. I was like, so we just out here putting little boys under little of under grown ass women and letting them fuck it's them? Like, and it, it, it's <sighs> it's like I don't know. It's I don't unlike something I can't believe. I. Yeah. Lil Boosie is trash. Trash! Lil Boosie is and trash. And he just admitted to literally, like, a crime. Yeah. Honestly. Put him in handcuffs, throw him in jail. You concrete the The toxic black community can create their t-shirts then. And there it is. Okay. And there it goes. And Alexis. Out the window. <laughs> What's your won't he do it? Oh. Uh, because we gotta wrap my. it up. Okay, my won't he do it for today is I recently was cast in a Zoom reading production performance of a play mm. about my idol, Ella Fitzgerald. Mm. And I, y'all know I've been obsessed with her since, my, since day one, since my life began. But like, I've been manifesting that I want to play her in her biopic. I want I just, I just, she is an embodiment of just a lot of things that I admire and that I, would, I strive to be. And what do you admire the most about Ella? Oh, I think the older I got, the more I learned about her life, especially as an adult, realizing that she went through a lot of the same shit that I went through mm-hmm. and like how she still made her dreams come true and like how she was still able to persevere and still able to do these things and break barriers and just like be one of the beginning definitions of black girl magic. Yeah. Because she yeah, became, she truly is. Yeah, yeah, and but she remained humble. Yeah. She remained someone that people adored. And that's something that I want. It's like no matter how big I get, you know, or whatever, I want still people to be like, but at the end of the day, like she's this, she's this, that, and the third. She has this, that, and the third. But like, I love her. Mm-hmm. Like, I, that's like that to still be loved. With all the things that you also have attached to your name. Yeah. And loved, and not in the sense of like, I'm obsessed with you, blah, 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 but like genuinely people love being around you and you're that light for them. Mm-hmm. It's it's that kind of love when people talk about Ella Fitzgerald, they just automatically light up, mm-hmm. you know? So that, mo- like a lot of that, a lot of that. And so like I get to play her in the story about her time at the, um, this reform school for girls in New York City and specifically, well, not New York City, but in uh, Hudson, New York. Mm-hmm. And uh, how she got there and all this other kind of stuff. It's a great, great story. Um, it, it's going to be on live on Zoom through YouTube, through um, a theater company called Theater for the New City in New York City. Um, we're going to be streaming it. It's May. What's the date? What's um, the yeah, time? I'm in there. So okay. it's May 28th um, at 7 p.m. Eastern time so 6 p.m here mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i saw you i saw you saw you doing the brain, the brain was working the brain was working <laughs> so yeah like i i'm very excited about it um i got two of our friends on the show or on the production uh kylie anderson and jasmine love jones love, love them um i am yeah i'm very excited to work on this and i was talking to the the playwright today and he was just like this is I'm I, because it's it has this 
it's he's in works of making it more than what this is right now mm -hmm. and so we, we, who knows what it'll be but right now i'm just enjoying this moment of playing someone that i've looked up to my entire life yeah and that's been my goal and i mean my ultimate goal is to play her in like the big big yeah. biopic and like that's what i'm passionate about but yeah so i'm very excited about that that's my won't he do it i'm i feel very blessed period very come blessed. on but even oh. during quarantine i thank you i really love it i love it I i'm love so it. excited for it honestly. i'm ready for you to see it i'm ready for you i'm ready for everyone to see it i'm actually gonna make a facebook announcement because i still haven't done it i know <laughs> <laughs> i know i know but i just told my family because i was trying to wait and see what this really she was. was trying to beyonce the whole situation Stop and just kind of pop no, up no 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 okay. i was definitely trying to just be strategic about it in a good way yeah in a good way my won't he do it won't he do it is uh good health listen let me say that again because y'all didn't hear me <laughs> my won't he do it is good health because i've been going out here every single day talking to people still being in contact with people and um, knock on wood. Now your head is not wood. Knock on wood. <laughs> I have yet to really, as far as I know, like get in any trouble or anything like that. You've and been I just, very diligent though. I wash my hands. Like I've already, I was already a germaphobe before this whole right, situation. Right. So this has really only amplified that times 10. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I'm just really, really, really thankful that like, we've gone this far into the COVID pandemic and like the whole quarantine situation. And, you know, so many lives have been affected and touched by this whole situation. And, you know, it just never really surpasses me. A day never goes by where I'm just like, I'm just like very, very lucky above all else to right. still be as healthy as I am. Um, and still here. So that's what, that's my, that's my will who do it. Won't they do it? I love that. Um, yeah. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Thank That's you. our episode. We did a tiny, a mini today. one, but it's like, it's like just, no, it's, it's, it's literally just seven minutes shorter. Yeah, but you know what? We'll see y'all in a few days because <laughs> we're dropping another one. Just to, we're making up for the time we missed last week because last week was really, really busy and like mm -hmm. all over the place. So you'll be getting a second one from us later this week. I can't wait to see you guys and talk to you guys. And oh, time to pick our, our topic. Oh, though. yes, 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 yes. yes. Our topic for the for Thursday. This we will not be dropping two every week, so don't get used to it. This was just to make up. Um, do you want to pick? You pick this week. Oh yeah, I do. Yes. I'm picking a question, or am I picking a topic? I think you're picking a topic. <laughs> what was it? I think see. I know what it was. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Now we already talked about that. Today. Oh, okay. <laughs> Great. No, um, not, good, not good, not good. Our topic is... <laughs> oh, no. Dick. Dick? <laughs> Praise God. I'm we excited. It's going to be juicy. It's going to be a... Pun intended. <laughs> Ew. So on, on our, our normal scheduled episode this week, we will be talking about penis. Dick. Punani. Wait, or not that's, that's well. I, <laughs> I mean, I have one, so I have to talk about it talk about dick, but... Yeah. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Have a wonderful night. Thanks. See you soon. Bye, Bye. best friend. Bye, best friend.